welcome to this episode of You Meet in a Tavern. Noir! This podcast and stream uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Chaosium Inc. slash Moon Design Publications LLC, which are used under Chaosium Inc.'s fan material policy. We're expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast and stream is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Chaosium Inc. For more information about Chaosium Inc.'s products, please visit www.chaosium.com. Welcome. What's going on, everyone? Not much. Apparently, I take forever. I was really hoping that Joe, <laughs> Joe would tell us what's going on. All right. Let's do it. All right. Who's got All the right. recap this week? I might as well just do it. I was gonna say I did go to listen to the last episode, but then it wasn't on Spotify, so It wasn't? It I didn't be. see it. I only saw eight on there. Man, I didn't look too hard. Like <laughs> Alright. Um so what happened was we uh at the end of episode eight, we uh ended up talking to Jackson Elias, who was in Louisville, Kentucky, told us to go see him. So that's what we did in episode nine. We drove our little selves quickly to um, Louisville, Kentucky, because we're here to crash in the background of the phone call to Jackson Elias. And uh, <coughs> we very sneakily and stealthily talk our way, sneak our way up into the hotel. Kirk, with some uh, quick talk, fast talking, the lobbyist, who was just like, okay, go. <laughs> and then we went up to Jackson Elias's room and busted open the door to find cultists surrounding him with kind of these jagged, uh, these like spirally daggers with this ornate gold, yellow and black hilt. Um, they, I think it was yellow. There was like some kind of yellow light emitting yes. from them. Um, uh, Jackson Elias died. He got stabbed. Uh, fell to the ground and perished slowly and the apps chased after the guys but uh, they escaped unharmed well maybe harmed but none of them died I don't think any of them died and uh, they went down the fire escape got in their car drove off um, we uh, Jackson Elias was kind of gasping for breath and he gave us information about the cultists and said basically that they were from the mines and uh, Yaps's brother um, what was his name again? Big Chuck. Big, Big Chuck. Chuck Flannery was behind it which is odd because we thought he died in the mines. We didn't say he's behind it. He just said he was a, he was like scattered referencing the yeah. expedition that Big Chuck is on. Uh, and it's the uh, yes. it's the Carlisle expedition, the Carlisle Coal Company. Yeah, Carlisle expedition. Yeah, but something's going on with Yeps's brother, and and those cultists. They're all connected in some way, and that's where we ended it. I believe we did get a dagger. Oh no, we we're getting arrested, aren't we? Didn't yeah, end holy with shit! Missing one key. Yeah, 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 yeah. As we were about to leave, the cops bust down the door and tell us to drop everything. So, yeah, we open, you guys are are in Jackson's apartment, um, Slicer is holding, if I recollect correctly, a bloody hatchet from where he almost annihilated one of the cultists, 
yep. uh, standing yep. right next to Jackson with the bloody hatchet. Uh, Kirk, uh, rather, uh, Yaps, has a dagger in his hand. And um, Cuddy, do you remember what you were up to right when the cops burst in? Uh, I was, I think I was still over, like, huddled over Jackson. That's what I think, too. You're, you're not, you're not like, because you didn't fight, so you're not, like, brandishing a gun or anything. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So, uh, like I said, they came in from both directions, from the uh, hotel door, um, and then also they ran up the fire escape. So there's, like, four of them on either side of you, guns drawn, and they're yelling, Drop the fucking weapons! Uh... Yaps, uh, mm-hmm. Yaps does does so. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't like. He, he he slowly with his arms like out to his sides, like bends down and sets them down next to him, and puts his hands up. Do they know? Is the knife wrapped up? A... I, I thought I said something about wrapping it up, but I I don't want to. You were about to do a bunch of tasks um, that you said you were going to do. You yep. got a, kind of got entranced by the hilt of the dagger, and then, mm-hmm. then police burst in. Okay. So before you do what you just said, give me a uh, willpower roll. Hard. That's, that sounds like something my character is super good at. These are some Cthulhu cops. Am I stupid? What am I, what am I looking for? Uh, power, power. I'm calling it willpower because in uh, Eldritch Horror and Arkham Horror, the board games, the stat is called willpower, but it's just power in this game. Gotcha. Um, okay, here we go. I'm sorted out. Hard. So yeah. I have to beat a 25. Yes. 88. Did <laughs> do? Does it do it? Um, so, Yaps does not drop the knife. Uh, you find yourself strangely unable to drop the knife um, on your first attempt. Um, so you are still holding the knife. Uh, Cuddy and Slicer, what are you doing? One, one quick second. Sorry, I have a question about that. Is it, like, I am still have my wits about me, and I am, like, subconsciously not letting go of the knife? Or am I, like, do I not have cognitive function to do other you, things? You have cognitive function, and you're kind of, like, you can see your arm, like, shaking. As you are, you're you are putting your willpower to dropping the knife, and you're it's just not. You're just your hand will not open. Got it. Okay. That will. Slicer Cuddy, what are you guys doing? I'm gonna slowly bend over and drop my drop my hatchet to the ground, but I'm saying you got the wrong guys and the right guys just shut went the down fuck that up. fire escape. The cops oh, are like, oh, shut yeah. the fuck up! Drop That's the knife. Bit. I, it's on the ground, sir. Uh, all the cops are now pointing their guns at uh, Yaps and yelling for him to uh, drop the knife. Can I fast talk? Um, yes. And as you're doing that, well, first give me a second willpower check. Okay. Hard, or is it harder now that since I failed the first one? Let's say normal now. Oh, that's a 45, just barely under it. I need to beat a 50. Okay. Nice. So you can still try to fast talk. Um, these guys just walked in on you guys with a bunch of uh, bladed weapons on an obvious murder uh, of such. Um, so, but you do manage to on the second on the second attempt, as they are all these cops are screaming at you, pointing their guns at you, shotguns, pistols, all pointed at you. You very shakily manage to sort of throw the knife onto the ground with a uh, 
with a an expenditure of great mental effort. As they're all focused on Yaps, Cuddy reaches and grabs his and pulls out his Bible <laughs> and starts and then starts uh, leaning over Elias Jackson Elias. Okay. Um, one of the cops yells, "He's got a weapon!" And now all <laughs> the guys are—they immediately turn to you as you start to do what? Uh, just, just kind of uh, make the sign of the cross over Jackson's body, crack open my Bible, and just pretend to read and try and uh, de-escalate the situation. Okay. Is anybody saying anything uh, to the police, Slicer? You said you got the wrong guy. They told yeah. you to shut the fuck up. I'm, 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 uh, I'm like, you guys are wasting time. They are out there getting away. So I, I was going to use fast talk, but then I had to do the willpower. So I don't know if I can still fast talk or that. You can, so, you can fast. So we're not an initiative or anything. Okay. You know, we're just flowing freely here. So, so as I get the knife down, finally, um, uh, let's see. How do I want to? How do I want to do? Listen up, boys. You got the wrong. You got the wrong, folks. This is this is Jackson Elias. This is our friend. We came to visit him here in Louisville. He gave us permission to come into his room. As soon as we walk in, there's three nefarious sorts that are all over him, stabbing him down. We get into a little. We get into fisticuffs with him. They run down the alleyway or down the fire escape, down the alley. They hop into a. We got the description of the car. Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce Phantom. They jumped into a very fancy Rolls Royce Phantom, and right now. We are just trying to catch up to them because they are criminals. They are murderers. And quite frankly, boys, we're all getting further and further behind the longer you focus on us. Uh, so we'll roll on that and let's see how uh, see how you do. Uh, zero. Very hard. Extreme difficulty. Okay. Well, I got I got to beat an 18. So there's harder rolls out here. There's harder rolls. Okay, let's do this. I've, I've rolled lower before. <laughs> 20. No. That's a, hey, that's that's a pretty good. That's hard success. No. <laughs> not, not enough. Okay. He's casting so me, spells. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you... I, I, I think we talked about this in the beginning. Um, and I'm not telling you to do this right now. But there's a mechanic that you guys have not been using. Yes, the luck thing. Um, you can spend luck. You can take a permanent uh, cut to your luck stat to modify a roll one for one. So you could spend two luck points to pass that with an extreme So does pass. a tie count as a pass? Or do I have to get like a 17? E no, I think the tie counts. Should I do it? Just group, group yeah. hole? Should I, should, I, should I roll the dice on that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, 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 yeah, it's only two. Let's get, What's let's the get, worst that can happen? Let's get two less lucky. And let's pass that roll. <laughs> okay. So, um, for a second... Well, so here's what happens. Um, there's, there's one cop there. You see he's wearing a white shirt. Uh, he's clearly a sergeant or a lieutenant or something like that. He's in charge. He says, uh, all right, everyone lower your weapons. And the cops put their guns down. And he says... All right, so let me get this straight. We got a room full of gentlemen standing around this dead body. This fella's got a bloody hatchet in his hand. This fella's got a dagger in his hand. And there's a fella what obviously been stabbed laying dead on the ground. And you're trying to tell me someone driving the most expensive car in town actually did it. 
and they were wearing cult robes. And they escaped. <clears throat> they escaped just before we got here, sir. Hold on. Excuse Hold on. Me. I think you're missing one vital piece of information here. You said bloody hatchet, right? You can clearly see by this man's wound, it was a stabby motion and not a slashy motion that killed him. I don't know who you Jackson's are. You stomach. ain't no coroner. No, I am indeed, actually, <laughs> sir. And I kind of perk up and like, <clears throat> take a look at this wound right in his stomach. This hatchet could not do any damage. Do you see any other wounds on anyone in this room? He says, now listen here, boys. You weave fascinating tale. You really do. I can't let you go, though. I can't let you go under the circumstances as they sit in this room right now. We're going to have to go down to the station. And the other cops move in and uh, they go to handcuff the three of you. But they do it a little more tentatively than they might have if Yaps hadn't passed that test. But, got bloody hatchet, dagger, you're going to the station. Um... I can't recall because I was fight. I was I was going kind of beast mode, fighting with the crowbar. Um, is that obviously the dagger is like the we'll, we'll say the quest item here, the key item. Uh, but is the crowbar just kind of in the room now? I'm assuming I set that down when they first asked me to drop my weapon. I dropped that. Yeah. Down. Um, well, let me think about that because you chased them down the fire escape, and then you basically had come back up when they got away, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, well, we'll say when you were doing that power check to drop the dagger, you were able to toss your crowbar aside with ease. Okay. So it's still just laying on the ground there. Okay. I just want like a that's my that's my other uh, cherished item. <laughs> <laughs> this quest is just or this whole thing is all about ruining Yaps' oh. life. Yes, cool. Everything that's emotionally meaningful to him. His turn as, as I'm getting handcuffed, I say, I'm going to need to speak to your coroner. We're going to get this straight. This this hatchet was not used as a murder weapon. It was used in defense. The officer says, well, I had plenty of plenty of people ask to speak to a lawyer, but I've never heard anybody sp- uh, asking to speak to a coroner. <laughs> uh, we'll take that up down at the station. So they take you guys downstairs. They throw you in the cop cars. And um, actually, let me just take a quick look here. You're actually pretty close to, I don't know if this is where it was at the time, but let's say, um, yeah, you're pretty close to the uh, Metro Police Department just down, uh, no, it can't be there. You're pretty close to a police station. There's a police station somewhere in Louisville at the time, and they take you to it. And and so they toss you in the lockup, and uh, the white shirt walks away to a different part of the station, and there's just like two or three cops outside the lockup, and they tell you to shut the hell up, you bunch of murderers. And they toss you in the lockup. And it's just the three of you in the lockup. And there is one other guy. Uh, he's hunched over in the corner, facing the corner. He's tiny, like closer to four feet tall than five feet tall. Real small guy. Big, big chuck. And he is, he's hunched over with his arms over his knees and he's swaying back and forth and mumbling to himself. Um, and that's where you guys are. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, something, something the matter? Cuddy, don't you have like crazy charm or conversational skills? 
I persuade. You're the fast. You're the fast talker. Uh, I don't think this doesn't sound like a fast talking. I, I mean, I agree. I've oh, I have charm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, so uh, first, slice slicer. You said you're walking up to the guy mm-hmm. in the corner, and what'd you say to him? I'm just saying. Excuse me, sir. Are you all right? Hey, all right. Am I all right? <laughs> no, no one's all right. No one's all right. In a week, no one in the world will be all right. Wait, question. What does psychology skill do? <laughs> because I have a ton of it. Why do you have so <laughs> much? Yes, I don't know why. <laughs> Good choice. That's a great question. I mean, it's like the field of psychology. <laughs> you're like super smart. You're like, you're like very well well read in Freud. We could we could we could play that off as like um rather maybe than you are a, a psychologist uh in addition to a soldier that you like are very good at sort of reading people's yeah, mindsets let's call, let's call or something like, like that. I think in my mind I was thinking more like streetwise. Street psychology. <laughs> street from the streets. <laughs> from the streets. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna let Slicer engage here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, do my street psychology on him. That's <laughs> funny because Slicer was gonna turn around and just be like, "That guy's fucking crazy." Okay, cool. So you say that, <laughs> and then I say street psychology time. <laughs> Give me a psychology role. <laughs> a classic more psychoanalyst. Uh, analysis uh, it was either in 83 or 93 either way not not great you can't tell if this guy's crazy or not based on your read of him <laughs> i turn back he's like based on everything i've learned in the streets <laughs> i don't know can't get a read on this guy <laughs> he is he is a closed book <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna turn around and just kind of give him a glance over see if anything any markings or anything are on him anything that would uh like visually that i could tell is off by this guy yeah you see that he has sleeves rolled up he's wearing a rather plain white shirt long sleeve shirt with the sleeves rolled up white pants um kind of a strange outfit and you see that he has dried blood going up both of his hands and arms. Mm-hmm. And he sees you looking at him, and you see him see you. Cuddy, Cuddy's going to kind of walk over and kind of, you know, kind of cautiously approach and saddle up next to him. Just say, well, well friend, um, and just start mimicking his his rocking motion kind of just in the same uh, fashion as he does right beside him. Uh, Fred, what what exactly did you mean when you said uh, maybe about a week or so left? What what exactly uh, were you talking about there? He, he, he sees you come up and, and start swaying with him and you see a um, like a like a glimmer of of empathy in his eyes or or something he, you see he he you you make a connection with him when you start to sway and you notice that he actually starts swaying kind of in time with how you are sitting there swaying so you're both swaying at the same time um, and he's looking at you and he says he says the king in yellow is coming the king in yellow is coming 
he rides on the bloody horse and he's coming. He's coming later this week. He is coming. Don't, don't look at him. Whatever you do, don't look at him. Don't look at the king in yellow. You can't see him. No one can see him. No one can see him. If, if no one can see this king, how, how do you know he's in yellow? He, 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 he stops and he thinks about that. And he's like, I, he's called the king in yellow. He's called the king in yellow. I don't know what he looks like. He's called the king in yellow. Does, does this king, does he have another name? He comes from Las Carcosa and he's the king in yellow and he rides a bloody horse. And he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Las Carcosa? Is that, uh, do you, do you know where that is by chance? No one knows where it is. Uh, how did you, uh, come to have that, that blood on your hands? <laughs> he just says, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just can't Daddy, tell like if said... this man is crazy or not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, where did you learn this street psychology, yeps? <laughs> the streets. <laughs> Um, when you said they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, the first thing I thought of was the Washington song. Do you remember that? Washington, that was Washington, six thing. foot Washington, ten, killing Washington. for fun. He's coming. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. Um, friend, friend, do you have a, what, what, what's your name? And how, how long have you been here? I've always been here. How long have I been here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, guard, guard, uh, may I request a new cell, please? Nope. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> King in yellow. Yellow, we saw yellow on those cultists, didn't we, Yaps? You think that has some connection? Uh, sir, sir, sir. Um, <clears throat> this king in yellow, may he have, does he have any subjects? Subjects very soon. Subjects will all be his subjects <laughs> for a moment. Uh. <laughs> Guys, I think he might be crazy. <laughs> he better roll for that. Yeah, I failed so bad. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't even know how like to approach this conversation. Sir, wh- where where might you be from? You speak of this king of yellow, but where where might what? You have been here a long time. Do you remember how you got here? He looks piercingly directly into your eyes, continues swaying, and does not answer your question. God damn it, man. Are the guards still just like right outside of our cell? Or is that just where they stay the whole time? Yeah, there's two cops right outside the cell. They're they're looking in amusedly. Um they're not, they seem to be maybe used to this behavior. They don't look alarmed by how this guy is talking and ranting. And um, can we ask, the, can I ask the guards how long he's been in here? Sure. Uh, hey, guard. How, uh, <laughs> how long has this guy been in here? He's been in the lockup. Well, let's see. We got, let's see. We got a charge and release him within... 48 hours? 72? 96 hours? Well, we gotta charge and release him in a few days. That's for that's for sure. I'd say he's been in here for somewhere between 48 and 96 hours. You are amazing at your job. <laughs> <laughs> and what's he in here for? 
he's wanted in uh, relation to uh, questioning on the Michael Strobe murder. Michael Strobe. Do we we know who Michael Strobe is? Well, let me think about whether there's a stat I would want to. No, no, you guys don't know everybody. Michael Strobe. Can can you go get your captain uh, and see if he has contacted the coroner yet? Uh, It'd be uh, of great help if we could just have a conversation with him. Yes, indeed. Fella. I don't know where y'all got the notion that you are entitled to speak to the coroner. Um, He will do an inquest, same as always, but um, I I don't believe he plans to swing by and speak with y'all. He has something goes, we get one phone call, and our phone call is going to be to the coroner. So you might as well save yourself a step and go get him now, because that's who we're going to call up. Fast talk, baby. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? We each get one call, so that's three calls. The same guy. We're gonna call so him three times. Time, I'll go get him. Uh, g- give me a fast talk check. Uh, that is a sixty, which with my fast talk is a regular pass. A regular pass. He says, "Well, I don't know about all that phone call business. I think well, y'all all got arrested for one murder, so I think you get one phone call." Mm. <laughs> Uh, nope. Seeing as you don't know how long you've kept prisoners in the cell, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to believe myself on this one that we each individually get a call. Because we each get a different lawyer and representation here to protect us in this particular case where you are just throwing these lofty allegations all over us without just cause. So, we get three calls, and all three of them are going to be to without the Without just cause? Y'all were standing over the dead man with a hatchet, listen, a bloody hatchet. Listen, you weren't even uh, there. Explain. You're, you're guarding you, the cell. You, you weren't even were, there. You were waving a knife at me. You weren't there, my guy. You're the guard to this cell, and you're watching this other guy. You weren't even there. Well, okay, so I wasn't there, there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my friends were telling me that you were waving a knife at him. Making all sorts of confessions and wild <laughs> accusations and statements. Oh yeah. Well, here's 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 my my look of it. Um, your friends were afraid of me with a knife. If that's their story, I thought cops were supposed to be big and bad. And now you're worried about three people in here that you've got locked up, and you don't want to give them a phone call. And all we're asking them to do is talk to a coroner. But here you are trying to puff up your chest, be strong, pretend you were somewhere you weren't. Ridiculous. Okay, so why don't we just sweep all this under, give us our call, which is going to be to the corner, which is going to save us a step. So just go get him now. He looks at and he looks over at Cuddy and he looks back at you, Yaps. He says, you know, that one already confessed. You are not telling the truth. <laughs> Do I know this guard's name? Can I see like his no. name? Can I see like, does he have like a, a nameplate or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Does he have like a nameplate or something? Yeah, his name is... Uh... <clears throat> uh, 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 what ranks are cops? We'll just call him officer, deputy, officer. Uh, yeah, deputy hotter. De- and so I just say, <laughs> hotter, hotter. <laughs> we both know he didn't do that. Just like we both know <laughs> you weren't on the scene. Okay, I I get it. You're trying to carve your path here at this police department. You're trying to move up the ranks. You don't want to. You don't want to take the fall for not knowing how long you've left your prisoner in here 
That could be a whole thing. That could blow up the other investigation that you're doing on a supposed murder. And if it's as shaky as the case you have on us, you just lost. Because you're not letting this guy out because you're not charging him with anything. So, hotter, hotter, hotter. Stop making stuff cool up. Cool Okay. We're going to have three phone calls. They're all going to be to the corner. Save us a step. Save yourself a step <laughs> and three different tra- trips to the phone. And just bring the corner now. What's the other deputy's name? Colder. You said there's two, right? Yeah. Hotter and colder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Joe, that is with sick. With a K. With a K. Joe, what is sick call? <laughs> Hot, hotter with a D and colder with a K. <laughs> so when when you say all that deputy hotter says, Well, all right, boys. I guess you've had enough of the good cop. I'm going to go get my partner, but you might just regret it. He grabs Deputy Colder, and the two of them walk out of so, the room. So, so real quick, I go, Hotter, look at me. I'm huge. I'm enormous. How do you think this is going to work out, Hotter? Let's, let's, all, let's all be good cops. Let's all be good people today. All right? Do we still have our stuff? Like, do I still have my Bible and stuff? Uh, they left you your Bible out of a sense of um, religious Christian obligation. Excellent. Uh, most of your stuff is inventoried. I would love to open up my Bible, pull out my lock picks, and try and pick the lock on the cell. <laughs> I was going to say, didn't your Bible have like a gun in it? <laughs> um, sure. Sure. Um, yeah, once Hold they on. walk out. Where's Dan? <gasps> Where is Dan? Is Dan's he always in my as, soon as, as soon as you ask that, you hear one of the cops go, Where'd that snake get to? <laughs> <laughs> Good old Gernoodle. Gernoodle. <laughs> Monsieur Gernoodle. Um, so yeah, give it a give it a twirl, Cuddy. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. A three? A three. Ooh, a three. Let's go. Yo, we it just broke out of prison through the wall, up. my guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad idea. No, I'm so hyped. so yeah, you you, <laughs> you, you cracked that sucker pass. immediately. It was, like, it was unlocked. It was, like, it was just unlocked. It was like <laughs> ten million times easier to break out of jail in the twenties. Than the current twenties. <laughs> is that the only door out? Is the way they went? Well, you're out of your cell. You're in the lockup area. Um, there is a door back out to the main area of the police station. There's no other back door, as far as you can see. It's the door that the two guys just went through. It's a big, heavy door. Um, can't tell if it's locked. Are there other cells? There are other cells with other with prisoners. No. Do we close the door behind us? <laughs> what is what I is our bring, swaying friend doing? I want to bring our friend with us. Yeah, I kind of want to do that. No. Too. Yeah. Dude, you're 100%. licking goo and saving people in a basement of a burning fire that you couldn't carry. Yes. So. Yes. They were nice, though. This guy's This insane. guy's nice. He is. He was swaying with, uh, with Cuddy before. He was hitting the Dougie Good with Cuddy. God. Okay, so hold on. When we came into the the prison and came brought into our cells, right? Like we would have a a layout, a general idea of the layout, right? Yeah. So if you walk out that door, from what you recall, there's like, so you'll walk out into like a bullpen area. How many cops will be in there? Who can say? And then off to your right is the entrance to the police station. Off to your left, there's various offices and stuff. You don't know what's in there. Sounds like fire hazard, but okay. 
Uh, can I look around the room real quick to see if like our stuff is in close vicinity to our cell? Like if they would just threw it in a chest. There's somewhere like a locker, maybe. Or, yeah, a locker like, or something. Like in uh like in a like Knights of the Old Republic, you're there's just a foot locker yes. with all your gear in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Give me give me a luck roll. Uh okay. Uh, is zero zero a hundred? Zero zero two. It's a two, I think, is what I got. That would be a two. Good lord, nice. Let's go. Wait, I have <laughs> yeah, to go. Yeah, they they've just got all your shit thrown behind the desk in the lockup area that the cop was standing behind. <laughs> so you can just pick it all straight back up and have it. Are there also yep. some like cop uniforms there? Just you know, <laughs> it's all cleaned and there's right. extra ammo. Fits <laughs> us perfectly. <laughs> I have a second hatchet now. Yeah, uh, boys, <laughs> look what I found. I start throwing everybody their gear. All right. Yeah, I guess I guess we look back at the guy. Hey, friendo, what, uh, what's your name? And get your ass out of here. Let's go. He doesn't tell you his name, and he gets to sort of shuffle hopping behind you. And he's smiling, but he's still um, we uh, leaning back and forth. He's going, I'll be dead soon. I'll be dead soon. <laughs> God. Okay, just kidding. Turn around and go back in the cell. No, no, no. We got a me shield now. We good. <laughs> I was thinking, you're leading we, the way. I was thinking we give him the hatchet and just send him in the room first. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? He could go in the room without the hatchet. That's fine. I mean, all right, I'll let it go. All right, we're, we're, wait, did, did I? I must have completely duffed something. We got the police uniforms. <laughs> I think, did we get some of our stuff back? There, there are not police uniforms. No you got your stuff uniforms. back. Oh, you're tossing us our stuff. stuff. I first, that was the joke. Gotcha. Police yes. uniforms. Yes. So, so we've got the crowbar. Do I have my shotgun? Right. All of it, right? Did you have it when you went in? Into the room? Yes. Originally. Yes, yeah. I grabbed it. I... I he left it in the car, but I grabbed it walking into the building. I said, I'm going to get... Oh, no, that was that was our original Okay, is office. it? I don't remember. Because you we were doing like dynamite? a sort of stealth entry with the crowbar. Right, 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 right. But I had it with me because I went back out and came up through the side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if you recall in the fight, I was like, I think I'd use my crowbar because I'm like in a red rage, which is why I ended up like chasing them down rather than shooting them. Okay. Sure, there's a gun there. Do we have any dynamite left? Is that uh, what are what are we no. doing in this police station, <laughs> boys? Why did they arrest us? Right? Maybe they're part of the well, cult. That's all going to get settled with the coroner in a couple days. <laughs> we don't have like, a couple days. Why are we escaping a police station? Now we can finally make our phone call. <laughs> hey, oh. there is a phone on the desk. <laughs> I say something cool like calling an ambulance, but not for me. And then I like swing around and blow somebody away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do that. I mean, I might, but not right now. Not right now. Um, okay, okay. So we just need to make it out. Yeah. We've got our stuff. Why don't we just leave? So the plan here is to escape from prison we and not just like through the bullpen area, though. Wait it out until they obviously found us innocent. Maybe it's not obvious. Maybe they just need to. Like, Stick someone with us. I mean, we oh, have to oh, be, oh, we and it's gonna be us. Um, can we use the phone to call an operator to get linked back to the police department and call in like a threat or something like that? 
Like or a, call in like another crime or something like that that would have like cops like have to emergency That's, respond yes. to it. There's a bit of murder at the Brown Hotel. Let's call it. <laughs> There's been another murder. <laughs> the same room that Jackson Elias was in. Give it a spin. Okay. Um I, I, <laughs> Okay. Uh g- give it a spin, you know, call the operator. I need to be connected to the Louisville Metro Police Department. There's been so many murders. <laughs> so, so wait, I can't, I can't imagine I have to fast work. talk the operator, right? No, the operator's like, I'll get you to that right away. Okay, so... Uh, line's line's <laughs> busy. Right? <laughs> that um, police department. You won't believe this? I'm at the Brown Hotel, and I know they just found a body there, but on the... F- what floor are we on? Fourth? On the second floor, there are three more bodies in another room. And it looks like that they're going to move to the third floor. There's murders everywhere. Everyone is dead. Blood everywhere. This is crazy. I am the janitor. <laughs> it, looks, it, looks, it looks like the bodies are going to move to the third floor? No, you dolt. There's three bodies on the second floor. And I think the, the criminals, the murderers, are moving to the fourth. Or to the third. Can you give me a description of the criminals? Crazy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Triplets. <laughs> Three fair skinned, red haired boys. Well, I say boys, but it's just because I'm old. I'm like seven. They're they're tell like in their thirties or something. Robes. I don't know. What 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 and what are they wearing? Robes, I say from the background. Well, they're, they're, they're wearing, they're wearing robes. robes, but they have their hoods down right now, which is how I was able to tell that they're all this. They all look the same, and they all have red hair and fair skin. They're driving a Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said they were going up to the third floor. No, they parked the Rolls yeah, Royce. Can you please Just stop go. shouting? <laughs> I, I, I I cover the phone. I was like, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm I'm hiding in the stairwell, and they've just. He just ran right past me, and I, I think they're going to the third floor. He says, all right, well, we'll see if there's some available units. And, Send everybody! And the building's on fire. <laughs> oh, well, you have to call the fire department about that. That's not my unit. Oh, someone just put it out. And they're vandalizing the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> we'll get everybody on it. <laughs> You guys hear a, a major rustling in the next room. I guess we wait till and the, the and he hangs up on you. <laughs> because, yeah, because we hide out till the wrestle, rustling's done. <laughs> go back in the cell. Okay. What? Well, like, Why you go like back in the, the rustling is right? then getting up to leave. I presume. Right, right, right. <laughs> but hopefully that didn't like. Oh shit! You got to get back to that cell. Uh, I think now's the time we send our friend out first. Good plan. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right there, Rocker. Uh, why don't you go be a lookout? See if anybody's out there. Go get. I smack him on the ass. He kind of hop shuffles over to the door and he nudges it open with his shoulder. And he uh, hops out and he looks around and he, he keeps on hopping. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, is anybody out there, though? Surely, if they're not attacking him, I think we're clear. If they're not attacking the murder, <laughs> He's not shot yet. Is anybody out here? Is anybody in here? Is anybody in there? Is anybody anywhere? <laughs> I'm 
Really mm. glad you're coming <laughs> with us. <laughs> Cuddy opens the door and, and follows. Um, I guess oh, 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 really quick on the way out, just doing a, a like a quick glance. Can I see like where our um um our booking like booking information and stuff is like for when they they brought us in? Like if there was a picture or fingerprints or anything like that, so I can take those with us. Or are we like in a holding cell, so like we hadn't been processed yet. They hadn't processed you yet. Okay. Uh, there's a log book with your names in it. Uh, te- I just tear that page out. Rip. <laughs> okay. No, you know what? Tear all the pages out. Ain't, ain't, ain't documents on no book. All right. Great. Also go back in and shut the cell door. As you, as you're looking at the log book, you see that the, uh, unknown male has been in there for, uh, like six days. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right. So you guys have kind of the, the, the run of the place, you probably don't want to hang around for long. There's, uh, If you look straight ahead of you, there's a hallway that looks like kind of a side exit out of the building, uh, like a sally port type situation, or there's the main entrance to the department right off to your I right. I feel like the side way out is the best way out, but... Yep. I'm also looking for um, like some uh, police uniforms or anything like somewhere, sort of like a changing area or something where... There might be some extra police uniforms that we could procure for future use. Sure. Um, give me a spot hidden. No, don't even give me a spot hidden. There's lockers. They got clothes in them. Excellent. I'm just going to grab like, you know, two or three uniforms, tuck them under my arm as we make our way out. All right. Sounds good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to peek around, see if there is a sign for the coroner's office, if it would be in the station. Okay. <laughs> See if we can find what about, that. Dagger. What about like um an uh uh, uh uh what is that um like an evidence locker? Evidence locker. Yeah. Um, that would take some looking. If you want to spend some time looking around, you could look. For I it. I I don't personally, but I will defer that. I mean, the other the other two can. Like Yaps wouldn't do that. Like if it wasn't something that was like immediately in view. Yeah, and I was just—I just want uniforms. So, yeah. you're not going to be able to dig up stuff that's not like immediately surface level apparent to you unless you spend some time in the police mm-hmm. station. Okay. Um, uh, Slicer, do you want to? Are you trying to make a move for the evidence evidence locker or anything like that? I feel like the dagger might be a good thing. Oh, to hold that on might be to, in the evidence locker. That's what I'm saying. If we could find the dagger, it had some powers. Um, that's not a bad look, actually. I forgot about. Can that. I? Uh, can I just like? I just want to get a sense of how safe the police station is to wander around first, just to see, like, is everybody really gone? Do I hear any kind of, as we're walking through, do I hear any movement or any voices or anything? It's a big building. Stragglers? It's a big building, yeah. and you have no idea if there's people in offices um, elsewhere in the building. There's nobody in the room with you right now. You have no way of knowing how long that will continue to be the case. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, <clears throat> boys, boys, get a move on. I'll hang back a little bit and uh, see if I can. I'm gonna look in this this here room real quick, and um, so I don't want everybody to hang back. But if I, you know, one person is better than everybody. Okay. Have them get a move on, if that's cool with you all. Uh, that works. Uh, yeah, I'll, I guess. Yeps. Why don't we go and try and find the car to come back and pick up Slicer? I'm sure there's. Oh uh, well, if if we just empty the station, there's probably no cop program. A SWAT vehicle? Did those exist back then? 
Maybe they would have taken. Probably them. not to the. Um, level okay. Today. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll go find the car. I think. Um, Cuddy, uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm starting to get The car is, as far as you know, the car is back at the hotel. Okay. Right. Um, Slicer, or excuse me, uh, Yamps turns to Cuddy. He's like, what do you think about throwing on these outfits right now? The the police uniform? You, oh, you're talking to me? I thought you said... You oh, I did Slicer. say Slicer. My fault, my fault. To Cuddy. Cuddy. I'm like, uh, I, uh, that's not a, an unreasonable idea. Uh, makes sense. And immediately, Cuddy just drops... Start gets naked, puts on puts on the police uniform. Yeah, well, you know what? So does Yaps. Let's go. Yes, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's our move. We're gonna switch into the cop uniforms and we're making a move to get the car. Um, the hold cop- on, hold on. To your car. Correct. Um, three three sharp horn. Uh, Yaps turns to the slicer and actually is speaking to the slicer this time. Three sharp horn blasts and we'll be outside the door. That'll be that'll be your time, and we gotta go. You got it. You got it. Hello, everybody. This is Joe, your slicer. Welcome into episode ten of You Mean the Tavern Presents Noir. Hope you're enjoying the show. Um, we've got two other episodes uh, in the works currently. We've recorded episode 11 and 12, and we've also streamed them on Twitch already. So if you haven't already, um, join us every Thursday. We're doing something every Thursday, whether it's one guy or all four of us. Uh, sometimes an episode, um, we're on Twitch. So go on to twitch.tv uh, twitch. tavern to check us out. Um, I want to give a big shout out to all our Patreon subscribers, all our listeners and patrons um, at patreon.com slash YMIA Tavern, especially our Cthulhu patrons. Those are those that give um, $10 or more a month to the show to support us. So uh, we want to thank 8-Bit Wizard, Black Dragon, Brandon Silent Elf, 0242 Jordan, Cheyenne Winchester, Christopher Louie, Chubbles, Colin Kramer, Colton Strickland, Craig Spaulding, Darth Nate, Dylan Big Horse, Holly Roxana, It's The Real, John Tugas, Caitlin Harvey, Kieran Drapiao, Long Live Durf, Mindy Licious, Monkey Livin' Gamer, Raver E. Alice, Riley, Rockinars Woodshop, Sam J. O. Melton, Strive for Honor, Super Average Jason, The Stone Druid, Tony A. Cold 07, Ursula Bertea, and Zen Zeba. So thank you all so, so much for your support for the show, and thank you to all our other patrons and listeners. We love you. Um, be on the lookout for episode 11 next, but enjoy the rest of this episode, and we'll catch you later. Peace out. Okay, let's do Yaps and Cuddy first. So where do you guys go? And who's who's uh, Rocker? We left, we left Rocker with you. You mean with it, Rocker? No, he's, <laughs> he's he's coming with you guys. Okay, hmm. <laughs> good. I turned to uh, I turned to uh, Rocker. <laughs> Listen up, my friend. This is this is a, this is a little fast talk here. Listen up, my friend. I'm going to put these handcuffs around your wrists very, very loose so you can actually move your hand in and out. We're just using this as an as optics as a prisoner. 
As a, as a as a prisoner, as, as somebody that's under arrest, <laughs> holy, holy! Just so it looks like you're under arrest. We're obviously we're leaving the building. We're we're freeing you here, okay? But this is just so it doesn't look weird that you are traveling with us, and we're dressed as uh, police officers. He just sort of stares up at you vacantly, and then he offers you his wrist. Atta boy! Big clap on the back, and. <laughs> Put the the handcuffs around his wrists and um, kind of kind of like have my hand on his shoulder, like I'm leading him or whatever, like I'm moving moving him to a direction. But you know, it's 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 not uh, vicious or violent or anything. It's just for appearance. And um, Cuddy, do you know where the car is? I mean, I know it's at the hotel, but do we know what direction that is? Uh, say, say you're like probably six blocks. Away we would be able it. to see it. I mean, at that time, right? Like when you got to walk out of the, the larger... police station first. Right. Yeah, like, you can see the hotel. The hotel. If, you, if as you were to get outside, if you get outside, you'll be able to see the hotel. <laughs> well, that's what we're attempting to do. It would seem. Yes. So, did you say you're going out the side? The side, yeah. A long time ago. Okay. Yes. So you walk out that side entrance, and you get to a sally port, which is basically like a big garage where they bring in police cars and unload prisoners to take up to lock up it's where people check in and out for the day as well so it's like a like a big garage and there's an empty cop car um off to the left and um you see the door if you kind of wind around like a raised ledge there's a staircase down to a regular door um out of the building and as you head for that door the garage door of the Sally Port opens, and a police car pulls in. Okay, so we're we're still um uh, yaps immediately, um kind of like assuming you know whatever I have I have a uh, rocker like under the arm and I'm like leading him right. As soon as I see that, I kind of like whirl around to scream between the car. So it's like car me rocker, and then on the other side of rocker would be Cuddy. And I say, you know, I just kind of lean into Rocker and I said, I'm, it, this is all for this is all for show, all for pretend, all for pretend. And then I like I'm, a, I, I, I'm just kind of like pretending to wrestle with him, but I'm not like violently shaking him around. I'm like, calm down, calm down. I'm, it's like, like I'm trying to get control of the prisoner. But so my back is to the police car, if that makes sense. OK, Um. so you do that. The thing is. That staircase up uh, that goes down to the door is also the way up into the police station from the floor of the garage. So um, the the cop comes right up to you guys. He's got someone with him. And uh, he's like, you need any help there? No, just a just a just a prisoner transfer. He looks at you guys and he goes, y'all new here? As a matter of fact, we're not from here. Is that right? Well, of course, we just got we just got transferred from the the uh, Beaver Beaverlick County's office. They said you all needed some help. A lot of murders going on, and uh, we we wrestled this guy. We we caught this guy on the on the retreat here. Apparently, you guys have been holding up here for anywhere from forty eight to ninety six hours. <laughs> Give me a fast talk on that. <laughs> <laughs> A 15, baby? A 15, baby? <laughs> okay. He goes, Beaverlick, huh? 
Never heard of no beaver lick, but well, I'll tell you what, we're happy for the hell. Your wife's upset you haven't. Ba-dooms. <laughs> wow. Am I right? Am I right? PG podcast. He goes, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Of course you don't cheat. <laughs> That's the problem. He says, well, it's funny you mentioned, it's funny you mentioned them murders. Uh, I got this guy right here. And um, he gestures to his prisoner, who's uh, a young, uh, probably 25-year-old or so, 25 to 30-year-old, uh, black man, athletic build, uh, wearing regular street clothes. And he says, uh, yeah, we, uh, we caught this fella just downstairs from the Brown Hotel with a knife in his belt. Right outside that murder that happened earlier today. So I'm about to go turn loose them other boys. Because um, we got the murderer right here. I want to hurt this. Are we, so we're kind of like in the hallway, right? <laughs> You're like, imagine a big like garage type area. Right. There's the floor of the garage. There's a staircase that goes up to back to the police station. Mm-hmm. And a branch off of that like pathway. There's also the door out of here. And we're on the upper level. And how, oh yeah. You're like on the stairs that could lead you down to the door or to the floor of the garage, depending on which way you turned. But are, are we like towards the top or bottom? Um, like if he took an accidental tumble down the stairs, would he be okay? <laughs> yeah, he would. Okay. It's not like, it's really not two floors. It's like a raised area that goes up into the police station and then the floor of the garage. It's probably, I mean, imagine like the stairs up out of your garage into your house. And he's, he's very close to us, correct? Yes. I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty huge. I I feel like I tower over most. Um, uh, I assume I, I'm just going to readily assume I tower over this uh, police officer as well. (laughs) I immediately like, grab him back of like back of the neck like like face like palm his face back of the neck and i just like try and lift him up and slam him up against the wall okay um sure uh (laughs) we could have waited in south give me a give me a uh you literally could have um give me a (laughs) uh brawl and I'll give you an advantage die because he is completely taken off guard by this maneuver. And advantage um, dice but is his... re-roll the ten spot, correct? That's right. So he is gonna he is his training kicks in and he does instinctively Shoot try me. to fight back. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the first one's a five. We are banging tonight. <laughs> oh my god. We are hauling oh, tonight. He uh he rolls a ninety. So that is not so as he's good. So I, so I put him through the wall. Can I, at this disparity, can I at least, uh, I was like, kind of like, what if I like lift him up? I'm like, oh, if I hit him too hard, I'm going to kill this man. Can I just like smash him to like knock him out rather than yeah, put him can... through the cinder block wall, which is what it sounds yeah. like is actually going to happen. You, you smash him into the wall. You knock him out. He falls down. Uh, the guy he was leading in is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Have a good day. <laughs> I just grabbed grab the car keys, uh, grab the cop car keys from from the police officer, and uh, we've we've got ourselves two cars now. From a visual inspection, can I see if 
the dagger or whatever that the black man had was on the cop? Was it in his possession? Like in his belt or something? Or uh, Yeah, he's got like an evidence baggie on his hip. Um, and you can see it's just like a regular folding knife in the bag. I'm still going to take it. Okay. All right. You All have right. a knife. We, we, <laughs> we did it. We're the best. <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, so I, I and now we've my, assaulted a I put my officer. arm over Rocker and kind of usher him in a hurried fashion to the the cop car. Uh, okay. And over over my shoulder, I kind of yell to the, the the man like, "You're free. You might want to make the best of it." So first, as you lead Rocker by, he he he's hopping and shuffling, and he, and he gives the cop a couple little kicks and giggles. Um, <laughs> And, and he goes and he hops in the uh, he hops in the car. Um, the guy you said you're free to, he's, as you guys are loading up and getting ready to leave, he's like, "I already been falsely accused of one murder today. I'm not going anywhere. I did not touch that man." Good luck with that. And he sits and he and he sits down exactly. on the ground. Good luck. <laughs> Literally just a. Good luck. All right. So you guys hop in the cop car. You are now fugitives from the law, and you have stolen a cop we've, car. We've what been is fugitives. next? We've been this fugitives. Okay. On what planet of, of any... Hold on. Stop. Point of order. On what planet <laughs> in an arf, in a role-playing tabletop role-playing game is are are your players ever going to go with the sit in the cell and wait option? <laughs> right? Like what? I was going to do that. Right, but if we do that, Just like that. No, that's we mad never, corny. We, we're no, not that's progressing the story in any way. Boring. Nope, that's mad corny. All right. <laughs> so um so you guys are in the car. What do you do? We're driving over to the Brown Hotel. Getting ourselves our other car. We gotta get backseat middle. Actually, you okay. know what? Now that I have the cop car. And we both can drive. Yes. So, um, one of us should dress down again <laughs> and walk yeah, and go get the car. And then Slicer should get in the other cop car. Should get in the cop car to leave. And we say, we uh, let's rendezvous. Is there a place outside of town that we would both kind of know in the area that isn't home home, but whatever? Um. Yeah, I mean, you guys drove in from the east, so wherever make up a landmark cutting meet me at charles entertainment cheeses pub <laughs> i love sir charles of cheesingtons i will be there there you go bang <laughs> all right so let's cut back to slicer boy <laughs> i can't be- i can't okay. I-, I am flabbergasted also a- <laughs> say it say it i am flabbergasted that your your go-to move would be like just wait it out. Uh, also, also, <laughs> hold on, no, 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 because, no, no, hold on, because... hold on. During Joe's, when season one, Joe's always like, oh man, I can't wait until I get to play and I get to make all kinds of chaos and all this other stuff. And then now we get here and he's like, I'm just going to sit in the cell and be quiet. <laughs> because the logical thing was, I'm sitting here with blood all over my hatchet. He's got a bludgeoning weapon, a crowbar with blood on it. The only murderer, the guy who got murdered, has piercing damage done to him. My boy, this so ain't, where this this ain't other CSI. This is the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. 
That's fine. I mean, we're in it now. Uh, Slicer right. doesn't know any of this happened, so we'll see what he does. Yeah, Slicer, Slicer in the meantime, is trying to burglarize the police station. I'm just whistling to myself, <laughs> walking around the police station. I'm looking for the evidence room. Um, give me a, give me a, give me a, give me a spot hidden. All right. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, that is a seven. Oh, God. <laughs> a seven. Not kidding. Zero, zero, seven. So you notice, um, there's a bunch of flyers up on the wall. And you, <laughs> if, when you look closely, you see actually behind these pieces of paper that are hanging on the wall, there's like a map looking thing. And you brush aside these flyers and you find a floor plan for the entire police station. You find a floor plan for the entire police station. Um, So you now know exactly where you are, as well as where the evidence locker is. Uh, I'm going to make a beeline for that, but also make note of the nearest exits. So that if I need to make a quick getaway, I know where, you know, the escapes may be. Yeah, you see some exits that you didn't, you wouldn't have noticed before cop exits yeah that only cops know about and you exits yeah exits yeah so you head to the evidence locker and yeah i'm looking around i'm looking for uh like brown hotel or homicide or any sort of filing system that might lead me to the recent murder yeah so Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say because you got such a good success, you're able you're able to get in. Um, it's not like you're not impeded. It's just a door that you walk into. Once you're in the evidence lock, you're gonna have to give me another spot hit. Okay. Uh, not as good. Seventy four, but it's still a pass. Regular pass. It's a regular pass. Okay. So right in kind of a central spot on a shelf like it has just been placed there you see a crate which has um some stuff from jackson's house in it you can see that there's the dagger and some various little papers and stuff you can't tell if it's of any significance right now uh, but the dagger is in there okay uh in the rush i'm gonna i'm gonna grab the papers and just stuff them into my like trench coat pocket okay um and then uh to wrap the dagger up since i kind of saw what yaps was doing with the dagger just kind of wrap it up in a cloth uh maybe maybe actually take some of the kind of uh take some of the papers and kind of crinkle it around like i'm packing it like in a packing box just not touching it directly but like just kind of like packing it up an and, iPad. Uh, yeah right exactly <laughs> okay um, as you're doing so, you do feel the faintest twinge um, of uh, you're almost drawn to the hilt of the knife. As you're wrapping it up, you find yourself gazing at that yellow sign um, for a bit a bit longer than you, you want to. And actually, you lose one sanity as you contemplate that sign. But you are able to wrap it up basically without incident and when the when the paper's covering it up covering up the sign and your skin is not touching the knife directly um you can still feel a certain pull from it um you're always sort of aware of where it is in relation to your body but um you're not compelled by it when you're not looking at it or touching it hmm. okay nice so <laughs> 
I mean, did it pretty quick, and that's all I really came here for, so I'm going to scooch on out of here and shut the door. So you scooch on out of the evidence locker. As the door shuts behind you, you hear another door in the police station open, and you hear several officers walk <coughs> in. Um, and you know how, like in, a, you know how like, in a convenience <laughs> store, they've got those big, like, uh, convex mirrors so they can, like, watch shoplifters? Um, in mm-hmm. the whole in the whole store, there's one of those on the hallway that you're in, and you, if you look in the mirror, you can see that it's uh it's three officers, and um they're all carrying a bag of Krispy Kreme donuts, and, and and you can hear one of them going vandalizing the Krispy Kreme. My ass! I don't even know if there was actually a murder. Okay, um, so understanding the map. And kind of where they are, um, can I assess the sitch and see if, you know, kind of do some calculations in my head and would I be able to get away the other way and through an exit before they would notice me? You can try. Uh, give me a stealth check. Okay, stealth, which is just, oh, there is a stealth check. Well, I don't understand why stealth is so much worse than dex. Okay, I will try stuff 74 that's a fail okay so you're walking out of the evidence room there's some more crates on the ground um full of various things from other uh arrests and what have you and as you eat shit you trip over one of them uh you don't fall down but you do like full contact into this metal crate uh, which is full of objects and you make a loud sound and you can see in that mirror that all three cops are now looking at your direction. Um, and one of them says, excellent. who's that? Oh, shit. Yeah, I left these boxes out again. God, I keep tripping over these. I'm sorry. That's just me, the coroner. Uh, I was looking at some, uh, trying to get some evidence. Uh, you know, this this weapon from this uh, recent murder um, seems to match the wounds. So I just wanted to match that up and, uh, you know, take a look at the body one more time to really see if we could pinpoint this uh, murder weapon <laughs> give me um <laughs> what the fuck check would that be <laughs> is there a deception check no uh persuade maybe you have five fast talk i'm very bad at all of this but i feel like <laughs> i feel like joe was convincing and it makes sense with me and my bloody lab coat that i always wear um yeah, give me a, uh, give me a fucking fast <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's so bad, because the slicer's so bad at that. Can I get advantage because of, like, I am a coroner? Sure, man. Take advantage. <sighs> I gotta roll a Just five roll to a pass. Five or better. <laughs> but, but we spent 65 luck. How much luck can you spend at one time? Like all of it, if you want to have none left, I guess. Great. Okay, well, let, I'm going to roll the 10s first. Oh, that is a 10. <laughs> so I don't have to spend too much luck. And a 60. So 10 plus 0. So 10. So I'm going to roll. I'm going to spend 5 luck to pass that. Um, Hold on. I got to think about what the corridor's name is. The cop goes, <laughs> I can't believe you rolled that luck. <laughs> He goes, <laughs> goes, oh, Dr. Loomis, that's you back there? Dude, Halloween. Why are you in the evidence call? locker? 
Loomis, <coughs> he would know who I am. Uh, no, 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 Loomis, uh, Loomis called in sick. They brought me in just today to, uh, to, to take his place. He, he got, he got ill just a little bit ago, had to run home, but they wanted to close up this case. <clears throat> the cop goes, uh, well, I, I, um, oh, okay, okay. I guess I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that, but, um, you're okay in there? Yeah, yeah, just a little, a little scuff on the knee, but I'm good. I, yeah, I'm good. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. You cops are always so kind around here. What'd you say your name was? Uh, Dr. Lukewarm. Dr. Lukewarm. Dr. Strangelove. That's right. That Polish? No. <laughs> not real, not real sure. I, I'm a, I'm a mutt. <laughs> My mother and father were from all over the place. Right. Well, um, you want a donut? I would love a donut. Who doesn't love a donut? Am I right? Krispy Kreme. Oh my goodness, my favorite. He gives you a donut. Do you I need eat the donut? The fucking donut. All right. Go ahead and regain one sanity. Regain that yes. sanity you lost earlier. <laughs> it's great. You really love that donut. Well, keep up the um, good work, uh, officers. They're like, oh yeah, of course, of course. Doctor Lukewarm, tell Doctor Loomis I said hello. Um, feel free to use a sally port over there. Well, I will indeed. You all have a wonderful day. All right. So what do you do? I uh, wait until they're around the corner and then find the nearest exit outside the building away from any chance I would see any other The sally port. (laughs) Use the sally port. I didn't didn't even know you went there. Yeah. So you use a different side entrance from the sally port and you don't uh, encounter anyone as you walk out of the building. And um, I'll say uh, round, round about that time, Yaps is pulling back up in uh, backseat metal. You mean Cuddy? Cuddy got the back. Cuddy went oh, to get Cuddy backseat, took metal. backseat metal. Yaps, I'm sorry, I, Yaps I, I stayed with Rocker up. in the police car. Okay, but you were coming back to the police station, right? I yes. didn't make you do that. Okay, yeah. So Cuddy, Cuddy pulls up in backseat metal. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, that's my sign. <laughs> I, I turn, I see Cuddy. I uh, roll into the car, and I say, man, you would never believe what I just did, but I got the thing, and I hold out the dagger, uh, and I'm like, get a move on. Pedal in the middle. Let's go. Right away, and that's cool and all, but I watched Yaps murder a man with his bare hands. (laughs) Did I kill him? And Slicer just sighs. No, he's dead. He's dead. Come on. Slicer just... Sizer actually like reclines the seat and just into the ceiling, the roof of the car just goes Ugh. in the back of your mind. You just hear, Is this karma for the lighter? in Yaps's voice, <laughs> like little tendrils, like reaching out and then like a retreating one. <laughs> that's where we end it. <laughs> we can, unless you got a better plan. I don't really. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I didn't think so.